And what is up, everybody? Thank you so much for tuning into the show, the podcast. Um, today we have another special guest. Uh, they're all special in their own way. Uh, she is absolutely hilarious. She hosts the uh, open mic at Fourth Ball on Thursdays. That's where we, where we met her. She's super funny. Um, we talk about kind of everything. Comedy, life, dating. Um, we, she even helps uh, mediate a fight between Pat and I towards the end of the podcast. So stay tuned for that. You see that? You see that? You see I already got you locked in for the whole fucking hour plus for the big uh, surprise at the end. And don't you fast forward. Don't you fast forward to the end of the podcast. All right? Wait it out like a fucking man or a woman. Um, ladies and gentlemen, the very funny, the very lovely, the awesome, hilarious Sasha Boggs. I mean, you probably could have headphones. We just only have one jack, so I just uh, designated myself as it's the a low uh, budget production. Very okay. low budget. I mean, it's not even filmed. Although you look lovely, thank you, you for dressing up. We will for take us. a picture. Good. I dress up for. Well, this. yeah, we did take a picture. Okay. Thank yeah, God. yeah, and my nose always looks way too big. Good. Good. But uh, so, what, what do you think of the uh, of the apartment? Oh, are we recording now? We're recording. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're live, baby. <laughs> I was like, why is he being all gentlemanly? No, you are a gentleman. It's incredible. Thank you. It's like. The Jet Jetsons, if they were, I, I don't know, gay? I don't know. It's really oh, no, for yeah, for sure some homosexuality going on. Actually, that couch used to be a gay couple's couch. I could tell. We got, a gay we couch. got it for, yeah, very gay couch. We got it for a really good deal because uh, the couple had two couches. Uh-huh. That was one of them. The other one was like a fluorescent red mm. that the guy Ooh. who was like definitely in charge, the, 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 guy, the gay in charge, yeah. he was like, no, 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 we're using the red couch. Sorry. <laughs> Did you just call the gay in charge? The gay in yeah. charge. You mean the top? No, he could Not be a fucking power bottom. Yeah. He oh. could be a really mouthy bottom. Yeah. You know? Yeah, Those are the right. worst. I, th- I see you as a mouthy bottom. <laughs> so mouthy anything, really. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite thing ever was when Pat got on stage uh, when you were doing stand-up and you're like, Sasha's the kind of girl and I was like, <laughs> oh, shit, that when you whip your dick out, no matter what it looks like, no matter what size, her reaction will always be, that's it. Yeah. So that's your dick, huh? All right. So that's what we're working with. All right. Okay. Only nine inches. All right. Well, Let's get to work. Let's see what we can do here. I- is that a big uh, like game changer as soon as you see the guy's dick for the first time? Um, I never like to look at it the first time. So it's all blind. You just don't look at it? I don't. It's, it's all touch and feel. <laughs> what is this, a fucking maze room? It's <laughs> 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 just keep everything above I the waist. It's yeah. a child's whole time party. Eyes up. <laughs> yeah. Um, don't look me in the eye, ever. Uh, it's, uh, not, for me, it's not uh, length. It's girth. I f- what I are you going to do with this never-ending story that's just like a little... Pencil, you know, it's just like it's. Just Don't worry, what I do with it, all right? <laughs> <laughs> that would be hilarious, Pat, with your stature. If you whipped out, like when you took your pants off and whipped out your dick right on this table right now, and your penis was just like nine the exact inches. Exact opposite of me. But just like, yeah, it looked like, <laughs> <laughs> it looked like fucking Vinny. <laughs> well, actually, we always say I that got Vinny for a dick. <laughs> we always say that our penises should be on each other's bodies. Yeah. Like, my dick for sure should be on his, <laughs> and his dick for sure should be on my body. Okay, I'm glad you brought this up. My best friend, I'm just assuming you're best friends. Yes. Maybe we, acquaintances yeah. that yes. get too close. Um, We have different clitorises. Really? Okay. 
mine is out. You can see it. Hers is not. You got to look for yeah, it. Yeah, you got to find it. And we were arguing over who had the prettier vagina. We asked two gay men. And we literally pantsed ourselves and we were like, look at this. They didn't want Did to. Did they both vomit? Why would you? I love freaking out gay guys. It's my favorite thing. I have two gay friends and I'm just like, hey, would you eat me out? And he's like. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so he looked at both of our vaginas and they're like, Sasha has the more womanly vagina. The other one just looks like a peach or a moose knuckle. And I'm like, thank you. <laughs> but she still disagrees. I was just curious if you guys. Enjoy seeing the clitoris right then and there as like, you know, the, the gate opener or uh, you'll have to go and find it. It looks like a baby vagina. That's as far as aesthetics go, mm -hmm. I do like a hidden one. But as far Sorry. as utility, I would say you, you have the advantage. Like you're probably having more fun. Wow. So I've got to be honest. I this, this is a horrible answer. Yeah. I love them both equally. I'll, oh, tell, you, I'll, I'll tell you why. Okay. They're good for different things. Mm -hmm. Not 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 good for different things, but all right. So let's say you're dating a girl with one of those vaginas. Yeah, you're gonna be really for me personally. I'm gonna be really into it. Mm -hmm. But of course, after you have sex with anybody for a you know duration of time longer than a couple months, yeah, you start missing the grass on the other side. Mm -hmm. And it's not that it was better. It's just that it's just different. I think they're both attractive in different ways. The slit is like wow, that's just like a. That's a, that's a that's a clean operation I got going over there. It's yeah. very little maintenance. Even it looks though you like do nothing to earn it, I'm impressed by it. Yeah, exactly. Whereas the other one, it's like we could have some fucking fun with that. The slit is the no, peach one. The peach one, and then and then yours is like okay. What's 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 what's, we're, what's we're going, going on? I just assume yours is like bring your lunch pail. We're going away. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna punch in. I'm yeah. gonna get my full eight hours in, and I'm gonna sure. my union rep and be like, I'm doing a couple more hours. It's like going to work, but your boss is on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, is that what it's exactly. Like? <laughs> yeah, I think I think But your boss is awesome, and you have tons of fun with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He drinks on the job. Yeah. I just assume, just like how a guy's balls drop at a certain age, mm -hmm. that women's clitorises come yes. out. All open up. I, I, don't I know. didn't know there was women walking around with baby vaginas. Oh, yeah. It looks like I, I babysit sometimes. You got to change a diaper. That's what it looks like. It looks like a baby vagina. I'm what? proud to say I've never seen a baby's vagina, so. I don't. My have first girlfriend had a, had a baby vagina. Um, I, w I won't say names because you know I want to be respectful. Yeah. But uh, you know. Oh, I know. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Total baby vagina. Go on. Yeah. Uh, I was I was surprised. I'm like, oh wow, I'm surprised this is underdeveloped or what what's going on, and then I'm like, okay, I guess this is just normal, and the girls in porn are just pigs. <laughs> then I found I had then I <laughs> then I had. Uh, my, then my next girlfriend mm. had a regular vagina, and I'm like, all right, what's going on here? Yeah, <laughs> there's a, a lot of discrepancy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who's not telling me something? Yeah, I'm like, what is what happened from the last one to this one? Yeah, what's going on? I think I think just there's actually a thing I saw on Instagram where, yeah, something like that. Actually, my girlfriend showed me, uh -huh. and we like picked out her vagina. There's like a there's like a chart of ten different vaginas. Oh, um, show those things. Can you send this Instagram. to me? I'll I'll text her and oh. I'll, I'll see if she saved it. I really would love um, to hear yeah. that text. There message. there are. <laughs> so I was doing I a podcast. <laughs> so that there's like ten different types of vaginas. Mm -hmm. um, each have like different positionings of the clitoris, different like lip. Some some you have the the, the puffy moose knuckle lips. Yeah. You have the uh, very visible lips. The labia minora mm -hmm. is visible. Mm -hmm. Are you sure it's menorah. No, no, there's, there's menorah and majora. 
Mm. Okay. That's correct. Uh, both can be visible. One can be hidden. One can be very visible. I did. I uh, hooked up with a girl one time. Her labia majora was fucking just singing show tunes, sure. very out and about. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, yeah, they're 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 all different. That's crazy. I see. As crude as I am, and as much as I love to talk about this stuff, I'm extremely ignorant. I mean, I, I live with two How many gay could guys. you possibly see? She's a girl, a bunch. A bunch. I've seen a lot of, and you know, every girl goes through a phase. Every girl's, you know, had a couple of. Go into detail about <laughs> that phase. <laughs> Extreme detail. Before I go into <laughs> middle school, um, <laughs> <laughs> I live with two gay guys, and like. One was a seasoned gay, and one had just come out of the newbie. closet. Yeah, and I have assumed that gay men could only have sex uh, with men. No, <laughs> <laughs> in one position, which is uh, from behind. I didn't know they could. Yeah, there's all sorts of things you can do with your legs. Have other positions as men. I thought they would just only bareback, or what's it called? Doggy uh, style. Doggy style. Oh yeah. my God. But they do bareback. The ir- irresponsible ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is true. Middle school. Um, <laughs> Tell me about it. Uh, no, I was extremely unattractive, and we were like, let's practice kissing for like three years. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I was a Korean girl, and uh, it was kind of funny because, like, two years ago, I was, like, drinking with my parents, and I was like, I got to tell you guys something. Remember I was over at Tina's house all the time? They're like, yeah. And I was like, yeah, yeah, we were experimenting. And my mom was like, I knew it. Craig, you were right. Sasha was doing gay stuff with that <laughs> Asian girl. <laughs> Talk about something I would never tell my dad. <laughs> yeah, it's not the same for guys. We can't be like, hey, hey, Dad, remember that one time me and Frankie hung out a bunch? <laughs> <laughs> we, were, uh, we were smoking each other's cigars. <laughs> yeah, listen, we weren't just watching Goodfellas, all right? <laughs> oh, love that movie. Yeah, no, it's terrible. Yeah, it's, uh, or, you know, when you're, you want to know, you know? There's, like, like, a threshold of how gay you can be as guys. Like, you can jerk off in the same room, and that's yeah, the limit. that's fine. So that's as far as it goes until you're actually a homosexual. Yeah. That's what you do, like, in, like, uh, summer camps, right? Yeah, I mean, if, if you're a Jew and you go to summer camp. Mine lasted till college, and I'll mm-hmm. tell you why. <laughs> so I went to that military school. Uh-huh. So for the first year, it's just boot camp. You basically just get up. Like early as fuck, go to pra- uh, go to uh, classes, mm-hmm. do some training. It's a very like regimented day, and your and your door can't be closed all day. If you're in your room, it has to be propped open. Oh wow! So after they would put you to bed, may I'm sorry, what? After they would put you to bed, so basically you have to get on the wall, <laughs> in this hallway uh-huh. with your uniform out, uh, prep for the next day, and then they would prep to you. They would they would tell you like what's going on the next day. Tomorrow we have pictures, or or tomorrow you you know we have a test on fucking. Um, courtesies and customs, whatever. Then at ten o'clock, they put you in your your rack, uh-huh. not physically. Like, all right, get to your rack, and like you lay they in your tuck bed. You in. I picture a huge and man picking every one of these guys. <laughs> yeah. And then they just say, uh, like, you know, good night, fuckers, and they slam your door. Or like they'll tear and your they room up. They like tear your room up. Like they'll tear your rack up. They'll tear your drawer because like your drawers have to be SOP, standing operator procedure. So your 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 uh, drawers have to have a certain amount of boot <laughs> socks that are black and white, boxers. Um, shorts, PT gear, all rolled up in a certain way. So what they'll do is, if like you fucked up or if they just like want to mess with you, I was always a smart ass. So they always fucked with me. They would just go through your drawers, tear shit up, so that way after your the lights are out, you still have to prep your stuff. So that way it's presentable for the next day. So after we get to bed, my roommate and I, Zaharik, we had um, opposite facing uh, uh, computers. Uh huh. So when we sat at our computers, our backs were facing each other. 
we would both beat our shit. Mm-hmm. And you know, and uh, I ever see like a Band of Brothers TV show about World War Two. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so when they were behind enemy lines, they would um to if they, if they heard to identify a, that someone was an ally. Yeah, they would say flash, and then if the person was American, they would say thunder back. So that way they wouldn't like fire on them. So be like, like you hear like rustling in the bushes, flash, like thunder, like oh what's up, dude, alright cool. Mm-hmm. So when we would jerk off, the first one to finish would yell flash, and then when the second would finish, they'd yell thunder, which <laughs> moved that you could move about the cabin, yes, and uh, <laughs> talk. <laughs> you could turn around, <laughs> turn around and be like, how was it for you? <laughs> wow, I mean, talk about yeah. manners and patience and yeah. listening. Like that's a better acting class than anybody could take out here. Like that just teaches you everything you need to know. I mean, seriously, it's uh, it was fun. Wow, you learn a lot about yourself. Fun? No. It. I, I did what I had to do. All right. <laughs> Fond memories that you never want to repeat. Holy shit. Yeah. Interesting. That is terrifying. Every time you you say you have this one joke uh, where you talk about the Sex and the City quiz. Yeah. Obsessed with Sex and the City, so I love that. But my cousin Mikey was in the Marines, and he when he went, they still had DVDs. So I guess after like there would be a meeting, and at the end of the meeting, every single time they'd be like, "Does anybody have any new news?" And Mikey, my cousin, got his. Big Lebowski DVD stolen. So at the end of one meeting one day, he was like, hi, Sergeant Pena. Um, I just want (coughs) to say that uh, my Big Lebowski DVD is missing. And if anyone has any information, please uh, notify me. Six months went by and it got to the point where after every single meeting, the guy would say, does anybody have new news? And people would just start laughing because they just knew that my cousin was like, Without fail for six months straight. <laughs> As you know, uh, the Big Lebowski DVD <laughs> is still missing. <laughs> and every single time you tell that story, it's what I think about. Did it come back after six months? Or no, he, he never got that DVD back. Fuckers. Son of a bitch. Yeah. It's the Army. These are the people protecting our country. Uh, the Marines. Sick fucks. I know. Really sick. So are you pretty close to your parents? Because you had that, that talk with them? <laughs> yeah, we're, all, we're really close because we like to party with each other. Where are you from? I was born here. My whole family's from California, but we lived here until I was like six, and then we moved to Indiana for a year. They couldn't stand the cold, and then we moved to North Carolina. So I grew up in North Carolina. Now, like, what prompted these moves? Was it job? Was it like you hated the place? A little bit of both? Oh yeah, I was just four years old. Like, I don't like it here. <laughs> and they're like, well, let's move. <laughs> um, they worked for GTE, which is now Verizon. Oh, okay. So you guys are really young, right? How old are you? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 29. We're 27. Yeah, we're two years younger than okay, you. Okay, well, you know. Well, technically, I'm still 26. Yeah, Pat's birthday is in a week. <sighs> Big boy. <laughs> yeah, so, so all the jobs for that company were moving um, towards the east. So my parents didn't go to college, so they wanted to move with the company or else they'd lose their job. So right. Makes sense. Yeah, but I hated it. I was like uh, Renona Ryder and Beetlejuice. <laughs> just like wore black every day and just like hated it because I liked moving. Like we moved from Oxnard to Indiana, Fort Wayne, and then from there to North Carolina. I'm like, okay, where's the next place? You know, Boom, and just North Carolina. Like no, my dad, I didn't know this. My ma- my dad promised my mom five years and we'll go back to California, and never happened. So couldn't get away from the humidity, beautiful golf courses, and bigots. Yep, so many bigots. It's not the same place. When I go back there, they always like. I always make fun of it. I'm like, oh, you guys got running water? Like, oh, electricity? And my dad's <laughs> like, it's not, it's not like that. Uh, but now it's like the research triangle. It's like one of the most desired places to live. So I can't really say anything. I have like a, an aunt and uncle that live down in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, we were down there for my cousin's wedding. 
and we're you know we're all walking around. Uh, we were in Wilmington. Mm. We're all walking around as a like as a family. My dad was like, you know, I'm surprised there's no like statues of Michael Jordan anywhere in the state. Oh. And my uncle who lived down. Was like, oh no, this is North Carolina. There are no statues of black people here. Yep. <laughs> yep. That is a yeah. statues of Civil War generals, <laughs> not black athletes. <laughs> what a great observation from yeah. your uncle. Yeah. Did you start comedy out there, or did you go wait till you move back here? Uh, out here, I was never gonna do stand up. It was like I would watch like Robin Williams, and I just thought like I we all watched stand up as like a family all the time. But um, yeah, I did a lot of theater and musical theater. I was just big theater person. I like begged my parents to like take me out of school and get me an agent and stuff like that. And they're like, no. Um, so I did a lot of theater and then went to high school and like won a capital award, which is like this like regional award. So, and then I moved out here when I was 19 and I went to the American Academy of Dramatic Arts, which is like a really cool acting school on La Brea. It has like the Jim Henson frog on it. Uh, you might see it. That's like half a mile from here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then, like, you know, I got some creepy Russian manager that, like, only sent me out for reality <laughs> television. By the way, that frog's name is Kermit. Show some respect. I didn't want to, I didn't know if we could say the name on here. I didn't want you guys to get sued or anything. I don't think Jim Henson's estate is I don't prowling. Know. <laughs> <laughs> it's concerned about our like fucking podcast. mentions of Kermit. But thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no, I always made people laugh, and I loved comedy. I'm afraid to open this. Yeah, I'll do it for you. Oh, yeah, big boy. Um... And I always do like big characters. See, that's the difference between us. I'm a feminist. I wanted to empower you by having you open it. Yourself. By watching me struggle. Yes. You can't win by calling <laughs> someone a feminist. You're gonna. I'm gonna be offended either way. That's what you. There should be a monopoly game, but it's called like, the feminist game, and it's like, you complimented a woman, on her mind. Move two spaces. Uh oh, you said she had a pretty smile. Go back three spaces. <laughs> You can't. Oh, my God. We got a pass. You just can't win. Just don't win. Yeah, and you never win. (laughs) The winner would be the loser. Like, oh, you fag. (laughs) (laughs) We just never pass go. Are you a white male? You lost. (laughs) You can't collect $200. Too bad. (laughs) (laughs) You've Uh, got it good enough already. Oh, my God. That would be a really funny game. I'm, 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 you know. I mean, I probably wouldn't play, but just because. (laughs) No, you're not allowed to play. (laughs) (laughs) You would get to, like, pick your. you would already get penalized for whatever <laughs> person you picked, like the thimble or whatever. Yeah. Like, oh, you can't do the thimble. It's too much of a phallic-looking uh, symbol. God, I can't stand this fucking movement. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so annoying. Uh, but, yeah, so then I did American Academy of Dramatic Arts, and, like, uh, this guy was just, like, a sham, and then got into some really good toxic relationships that just ate up all my time. And then I kind of found my way into stand-up, and... I took a class, which I know every person thinks that's disgusting, but I just wanted some structure to it. And then by the end of it, her and I were just like button heads. So I was like, okay, I'm, I'm good. Ellen, Ellen Doyle took the same cl- class with me. That's how we met. Oh, cool. Yeah. And then once I started doing stand up, I actually started like getting acting gigs. I was like a co-host on this uh, video game show. And then I got like three lines on American Horror Story where I get a little raped. Nice. Oh, nice. so nice. And yeah, so and I'm just like, I don't know, I love stand up and I'm kind of OCD and it's like, I just want to focus on one and everyone's like, no, you can do both. And I'm like, my mind can't, you know, like when I was just doing stand up, I was writing every day and performing every day and I loved it. But it's like, I'm having trouble right now trying to figure out. I think some can do both. I know for me personally, I can't do both. Really? I was, I was training at uh, Leslie Kahn. Mm. Um, She's really fucking funny. You're fucking 
acting um acting class bit i can't see oh yeah (laughs) you don't understand how much my sister and i watch grease when you fucking did danny zuko i lost my i have to record you doing that i'd be surprised if your sister and you have watched grease more than Vinny and i have i'd be Uh, pretty surprised it'd be a good uh Oh, we should like do a grease off because we, should, we like, know like trivia? nuances. Like, I'll get them ready. I'll get them ready. And then like the cellophane. <laughs> like, the smallest thing is my sister and I were upset. It was grease and dirty dancing. You know, that was the first time I did that bit, right? I was, ju- I, was yeah. ju- I was just riffing off of like everyone was talking about acting classes. And now I've kind of like put it into my set. I've been, I've been working on it. Oh. Your Danny Zuko was beautiful. It was good. I appreciate that. Thank I you. I never got the comedy of that whole run, the whole montage of him trying out the different <laughs> sports. Because he's just like sitting there, like when they're playing <laughs> yeah. basketball, and he's like, like, oh, he like punched the guy in the stomach. Yeah. <laughs> Plays baseball. He's got his hat pulled all the way down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even see the, the picture. Long distance running, running. <laughs> across country. <laughs> I'm so sorry. God, that was such a great fucking bit. I have I to record you next time and send it to my sister. She'll die. Oh, yeah, please do. Um, actually, I'll probably do Thursday night, so mm. see you then. Um, yeah, I was I was doing uh, her class, and it learned a lot, but like while I was doing it, um, each week you have to like, rehearse at least two to four pages of dialogue. Oh, yeah. So during the week, I have to um, rehearse with my uh, classmates mm-hmm. at least, again, like, like three or four times. And doing that and then also stand up and then bartending some nights, I just didn't have time to really do both. I would do maybe like a set or two a month, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, which is not at all good. Yeah. Um, but I, I wanted to focus more on acting just because I was paying all this money for the yeah. class. Mm-hmm. And I could have kind of got by doing both kind of. Yeah. But I wouldn't have been as prepared in class. And you do it in front of your whole class. I don't want to, you know, look like a fucking schmuck with these uh, sides and not know what the hell I'm talking about. Uh-huh. So I just decided I'm gonna focus on acting for this, you know, two or three months, whatever it was, and I'll mm-hmm. get back into stand up and then I'll do that. And then now I've got enough training under my belt to where I can kind of dissect a script and know single cam, multicam, what's the genre. Oh, that's great. Um I mean so I think. I mean I, I have a better understanding. I know I'm gonna miss most things. Mm-hmm. Or you know, seeing the joke on the page, stuff like that. And then if I really have a big audition like I did for uh, it was like, like six months ago now at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, if I have a really big audition, I can go call one of the girls who's uh, one of the TAs. and She's really good. Oh, I can do great. a private coaching for an hour, uh-huh. which is basically a class rolled into one hour for 50 bucks, basically. That's amazing. And that's offered to only people who have taken the classes? Um, you know what? I'm not sure. I think so. Mm-hmm. 50 bucks is really Yeah. Good. Or actually, no, maybe it was, I think actually maybe it was 50 for a half hour, mm-hmm. I think. But we, like, you know, we... It was on the books for a half hour. We did close to to an hour. She was really she's really fucking awesome. And um when she was TAing, mm-hmm. um, the teacher obviously was, you know, not better but just more experienced. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked both of them a lot, but the teacher referred me to her because she goes, Listen, I'm gonna be a little more expensive than her and she's really fucking good. So she just used her. Nice. So I'll just do that basically and focus more on stand up. And Leslie Kahn's funny. Is that oh, what you're dude, she is so fucking funny. Really? Oh, she's she's great. She uh, I took her so to get into not to get into the academy, but to get placed into the different categories of classes. You have to take her triage, which is basically a four hour class, and she gives you sides before. It's two or three pages, but you only get through maybe the first page because mm-hmm. everyone goes and takes turns. She breaks down the scripts and you run it back. 
and uh, the scene was basically I was in a New York subway, oh. and there was a chick sitting down, mm-hmm. and the, you know the girl in the class was sitting on this couch, and I'm supposed to kind of be standing in her way, looking at the ma- the the map of New York City behind her, uh-huh. and I guess I wasn't close enough or it wasn't as real in the scene. She goes, "Vinny, get closer to her." You're on a subway, and you're looking at a sign. She's sitting down. Get close to her. And then I'll do it again. And she goes, Vinny, put your fucking dick in her face. You're on a subway in New York. You're from the East Coast. Fucking figure it out, pal. And then I did it. And it, that's like the, the coaching I like. Oh, I love you know? that. And she's not doing it to be a bitch. Like She's lightening the mood, but also telling you, you need to do this. Yeah. Like, like I'm fucking saying it. Yeah. And then we did that. And then, um, and she doesn't blow smoke up your ass either. If she if she doesn't think something is good, she'll be like, "Nah, I didn't like that." So that way, when she does tell you something good, you really leave. Wow. And um, the the most recent class I took, one of the things was halfway through the class, we had a um, remember like two or three pages of additional sides, mm-hmm. and sides are basically just uh like lines, just just everyone oh, knows. I know. No, no, just just <laughs> everyone knows listening. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Um, and we had to go in with uh my teacher at the time, uh the TA who was the reader. And then Leslie, mm-hmm. and they would watch. It was basically audition format, and they teach you little like nuances. For instance, if there's a chair in the middle of the room, and the scene doesn't call for a chair, you don't have to use that. So like, take the chair, and with like purpose, move it out of the way, so that way they know you're kind of confident, you're commanding the room. Anyway, it was basically audition format. Oh, nice. Um, so it was really beneficial to kind of get their feedback, and they filled out a chart of, you know, was his. Um, you know, his, how is his energy? How is his opening into the room? How is his pre-audition dialogue? Did he seem confident? Did he seem like a pain in the ass? All this kind of stuff. Wow. So it's just really beneficial. Okay. But that's like an $800 class though, right? It was, I think, somewhat close to that. But it's for three months. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> and, y- and you can pay in increments. So mm-hmm. you, can, you can pay either, I think, by the month or you can do half up front and then the second half. Later. Oh, that would be amazing. Yeah, so you can, you can do like four and four. Yeah, because I, I, I auditioned for a sitcom in January, and I was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing here. And I've never taken it, and they were like saying, like, I should do a comedy intensive at Leslie Pond. You really should. Yeah. She would love you, and I think you'd be really fucking good at it. Yeah? Oh, dude, for sure. Thanks, yeah. I, I want to get, get into it. I saw there's like a $90, like, intro audition thing that you have to do, so I'm like... Oh, that's that's the triage, I think. Oh, okay, that's the triage. And that's Why just are you throwing all these fancy words at me? Just that's what she called it. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe, maybe she changed the word, but when I did it, it was the triage. Oh, mm. interesting. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm, well, I'm going to Italy this summer, so I want to just... Oh, you lucky <laughs> bitch. Where are you going? <laughs> you going to the motherland? Yeah, baby. Um, yeah, um, my girlfriend of mine is trying everything she can to be an expatriate, so uh, I'm ch- I went to London with her two years ago and now she's going to Italy because her grandfather's from Italy so she's trying to be a citizen. I'm flying into Rome. Okay. I was going to fly into Milan because it's cheaper because I guess no one likes Milan. Um, And then, yeah, I haven't planned it out. I haven't uh, figured out the boot yet. So. Where are your people from? Sicily? Sicily to Naples. But you This little, little village outside of Naples. (laughs) Of course it would be. It's it's this little, um, little village called Vallada. There's like Fucking fifteen people left. <laughs> <laughs> they all just leave. They, they all left and moved to Elizabeth, New Jersey. Uh-huh. Every <laughs> single person <laughs> from that village moved to the same town in New Jersey. That's what they do. Want me to go to your hometown and like bring back your family crest or something? If you could, I if you can find it, uh-huh. fucking go for it. <laughs> the Calicios. That's why his name is is phonetically pronounced Calicchio uh-huh. and not Calicchio because the C H in Italian makes the C oh, sound. Yeah. 
So just the C makes a ch. So like for instance, my name Vincenzo would be like V I N C E N Z O Vincenzo, uh-huh. but the C H is the k. Yeah, so it's, it's the exact opposite of English. So Vincenzo yeah. is like not my Vincenzo. It would be if you'd spell it with a C H, it'd be Vincenzo. Oh, okay. For instance, there was a governor in Jersey. His name was like Joseph D. Vincenzo, but he said his name is Joseph D. Vincenzo, just because his name probably got changed at Ellis Island because the C in English yeah. makes this sound oh. and not the ch. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, especially with the Italians when they came over, they just changed everyone's name. Yeah. Half of them you you didn't even uh you didn't even get like your actual last name. They're just like, hey, where are you from? All right, that's your name now. Yeah. <laughs> Th- that was, that, that was in, uh, the Godfather. Yeah. I'll explain. So like our, our buddy, uh, Mike DiTomaso, um, I guarantee you their last name in Italy wasn't Tommaso. They just asked him, hey, where are you from? And he said, DiTomaso. They're like, all right, that's his name. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I I want to go wherever Al Pacino goes in Godfather. Uh, is Sicily. It one? Yeah, it's yeah, one. Yeah, right? two. He went to Sicily. He kills someone in oh, the Oh, no, no, one. In, in one. At the end Al of Pacino, one. Al Pacino, I'm thinking of two. Sorry. Um, yeah. Well, it's the same town, though, basically. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, Andalina. No, it's uh, Corleone. Corleone. Yeah, Corleone. I'm going to go there. He visits there, though. He doesn't stay there. No, he, he does. He stays all over Sicily. He does? Yeah. But no, so remember, he, but he, then he got married. Yeah, but do you remember um, he when he first gets to Corleone, he asks where all the men are, and like they're all dead from vendettas. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Dude, that chick was hot. The girl he married in Italy. Yeah. Okay, so she was hot. and she wasn't. Like she I agree. was kind of busted in the yeah. face a little bit. Yeah. But then her body was obviously when she yeah. got those top tits notch tits were great <laughs> tits. Wow. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah. There was something about her. I mean, there's something they, about yeah, there was just one of those qualities. She like yeah. Yeah. Women in the '70s, it's like they were just like basically like blow up dolls with holes. So it's they like really were. Yeah. Yeah. You ever watch Raging Bull? Oh my God! Oh. Yeah. She, they should have just had a, a fucking doll. Like they <laughs> yeah. just get to smack shit out of her, and like then they like uh, I want a blowjob. Like what the fuck, damn? Where's the? Yeah, I, I mean, what what's his? Well, it was it was the it was the Bronx in like the fucking fifties. Yeah, I, I mean, he was an objectively horrible person. Jake yeah, Lamata, he was a piece of shit, a garbage <laughs> human being. Oh. <laughs> I love. But watching. great film though. Yeah, it was a good film. I love watching like old like sometimes I go to the Quentin Tarantino theater. And they'll like have like old sixties and seventies, just like oh, he loves that shit. Oh, like I don't even know what to call it, but it's just like film noir. No, it's basically like really like psychedelic and uh, shorter films, and it's just like a detective that's like trying to make his way through Vegas. But they're just like <laughs> slapping women Constantly. and just being like, "Where are you, where are you gonna tell me where you going, Tony?" He's like, "No, shut up. <laughs> None of your damn business." <laughs> Light <laughs> a cigarette. <laughs> They'll be making out the girl. He stops making out. They're fucking slaps her and then goes back to kissing her. I'm like, yes. What the fuck? Oh, it's fucking. Back hilarious. when men were men. <laughs> um, you've seen the Notebook, right? I actually love that movie. I, I've never. I, seen I, it. I'm not ashamed to admit I fucking love that Good. movie. I, I, I think that's great. Um, the woman, the older woman. Yes. I forgot her name. Jenna Rollins is her name. Sounds familiar. She's the older woman that, yeah. you know, <laughs> she goes crazy. I mean, it's not crazy, but poor lady. She's Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be insensitive, bitch, Sasha. Yeah. Um, <laughs> crazy She, bitch. Her husband is the guy I'm talking about. Her husband put all these, like, short, like, oh, detective okay. movies together. I don't know his name. I just know her name. Her so. husband in the movie. Her husband in real life. Oh, okay. Got it. Got yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, Jenna Rollins has been around for Excuse a while. Excuse me. That man has a name. He's not just someone's husband. I know, right? 
But isn't it crazy how the female ass is pretty recent? It's, it's definitely uh, some recent evolution. Recent the evolution. Female ass. If you go back Women in used time, to have much flatter asses. Much flatter asses. Oh my god! You ever seen Alien with Sigourney Weaver? No ass. Yeah. I went to an agent meeting. It was set up by my manager to like, you know, get more representation. It's hungover as shit, and for some reason, I thought I had all the confidence in the world, which <laughs> I never do. And for some reason. He brought up Sigourney Weaver, and I immediately went like, she had no fucking ass, an <laughs> alien. Can you believe that? And he was like, I'm all right, well, thank okay. you so yeah, much. I know. <laughs> um, I don't know why you're so aggressive. Yeah, flat as a pancake. At least for white ladies. Yeah, well, the thing is, it was, uh, I feel, I'm not sure if it was, I'm not sure what exactly happened. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what happened. But there was a big transition from mm-hmm. women with flat asses and big tits. Yeah. yeah. That was the thing. Like there was very little focus on the ass, a lot, of, a lot on the tits, and the tits were there. Yeah. Then gradually, tits were still kind of there, uh-huh. but then the ass comes out, and now so you have you have girls making millions of dollars a year on Instagram just because of their ass. Yeah, Who's that one chick? Jen Selter. Jen Selter. Um, Pat, you said that really quick. There's another. She's g- like the famous ass girl. There's, oh, a, there's another girl who. Uh, Summer something. I don't know any other. Yeah, other names. great ass, but 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 what I'm saying is, it's crazy how that that shift. Probably fake. Happens. You said you had a theory on I, it. I yeah, I think okay. I know where the tipping point I was. I love psychology. Please go on. White people started watching Soul Train. Soul Train became mainstream. It's a dog shit theory. I couldn't dis- I couldn't sudden, disagree more with that. I don't know. Theory. All of a sudden, you see all these black ladies on TV. They got their nice butts. White people get exposed that, to it. I think I think black ladies don't always have nice butts. I think what they always have. Black ladies on Soul Train did. Are curves and hips. I think with a click, quick glance, curves and hips can be misconstrued as an ass. The actual cheeks, I don't think, were that robust. I agree with you. Okay. Would you agree? Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. I'm just always like, I, there's some psychology book about the difference between our minds and then how we're like, from where we were as the caveman days. Like, men are attracted to like, ass ass anuses mm-hmm. because like the lips uh oh no sorry <laughs> that made no sense <laughs> i'm going backwards as when we're monkeys we're walking behind a female and we're looking at her ass the whole time we're just seeing it pucker and it's pink and it's in front of us right women lips look just like buttholes the, the big ba- anus that's why big lips are so like yeah. interesting and, and and sexy for a guy to look mm. at so i disagree with that you don't like big lips. Well, here, here, no. here, here, out. Okay, yeah, yeah. continue. This is the, it's, it's, it's the, it's the caveman I theory. It's from finish. like our instincts, our animal instincts, and our animal instincts are to procreate. Big hips are good for birthing, and mm-hmm. y- whether you know it or not, subconsciously you want to impregnate women. You want to impregnate a big, curvy woman because you know she can bear children. So that's why I think I don't know when the s- the switch happened. I think fashion. Kardashians, you know, this whole athletic leisure wear. But I feel, yeah, I feel like it, it might be like the Kardashians. I feel like it was just in the 2000s that big butts, I mean, to quote Sir Mix-a-Lot, I like big butts, true. but I cannot lie. That's true. I, I can tell you who the, the first woman I remember having like an amazing butt was, and it was before the Kardashians, long before. Stacy Keebler, WWE Wrestling, had the that nicest butt count. ever. Wrestling I, I doesn't don't watch count that from shit. pop culture. I mean, 
It's pretty, it's pretty popular. Think about the women in like. Um, <laughs> no, it's not Pat. George Clooney dated her. Okay. Oh, that so. that does give you some kind of card. Think about uh, <laughs> 10,000 BC. Um, something Rockwell. She's in that fur bikini. I'm sure you've seen the poster. Oh no! Oh, of course. She was all um, curvy. Yeah. So I feel like in the 60s curbs were big, and then 70s and 80s it got down. But yeah, everyone became what a tit man for a while. Yeah. What would you say is big now? Like, like what? Butts. What women? You no, know, like uh, in terms of like figure and body type. I the Kardashians that you think unrealistic, so? like complete <coughs> indent of the curbs, big ass. Boobs are kind of take them or leave them. Personally, what I see, so my girlfriend is very thin. Uh-huh. I pr- I prefer very like thin women, uh-huh. like very tiny. Mm-hmm. However, when thin I thin or petite, you like thin. I like I like petite. No, I, I like thin. Yeah. Can you give me uh, an example, like a famous person, like Kate Moss, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Oh. Loves Taylor Swift. Uh, well, a little little more. I mean, a little more meat on the bones. Yeah, like, 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 like a, like a Gigi Hadid or a Belle Hadid mm-hmm. or okay. uh, oh, a Kendall Jenner. Forget about it. Any day of the week. Do so you like tall, skinny, but with tits and ass? Basically like a Victoria's Secret model. I do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, that's fine. However. Very brave of you. It's pretty much what my body is. <laughs> 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 However, when I see a girl, and I think this, this, go, this goes back to your point. Uh-huh. When I see a girl like a Kardashian mm-hmm. or someone that's more voluptuous, mm-hmm. there's an instinctual triggered that goes off my head that gives me this feeling of like a pump and dump you know yeah like i want to just not like i (laughs) not like i'm really into that in terms of like a relationship this sounds so fucked up that's that's an actual that's an actual psychological human instinct where um there are women that you consider beautiful who you want to, obviously you want to have sex with them, but you want to be with them and raise your family with them. Yeah. And then you see there are women who you would never say you they're beautiful. You watch the Joe Rogan podcast. With Jordan schmuck. Peterson. Yeah, yeah. And yeah like there are women that you, you would never call them beautiful, but you look at them and you say they're hot. I just want to All you want to do to them is fuck them, have a kid, and never see that just kid. Just throw ropes, like just yeah. fucking little spidey time, and then just. As you look at them as someone you can have a kid with and not have to take responsibility with that kid. That sounds horrible, but that's exactly what it is. Yeah. yeah. Now, yeah. you were talking about big lips. I think big lips are disgusting. To a point. Like, I, and I don't mean normal. Like, when you see women with fake lips, I've never seen anyone with fake lips and thought they looked well, good. Well, I wasn't talking about fake lips. I was talking about natural yeah. lips. And, and, you know, I, I think that's... Have I've you never dated a girl with bird lips? Just like... I don't think so. I've, yes, I've, you have. I've never found anyone's lips unattractive in my life unless they're too big. See, my girlfriend wants to get her lips done. And I'm like, you have Ugh, beautiful God. lips. You have you have beautiful lips. <laughs> Is it, doesn't doesn't she have n- f- normal to good lips? Yes. I, I'm like I'm like there are great lips. Mm-hmm. I go, if you not only that, I mean obviously I'm objective because she's my girlfriend, but I think she's gorgeous, mm-hmm. and she's hasn't gotten a fucking thing done. Mm-hmm. And I think subconsciously when people see women with very noticeable work, yeah, you think there's an underlying insecurity. To them, sure. Because one, they had to get it done. I'm sure they can say the same thing about my tattoos. Uh huh. But when if she gets her lips done and if it's a noticeable um, uh, procedure, yeah, I think it takes away from all the other things that yeah, are the natural. natural beauty. Yeah, totally. I, they'll, they'll, they'll I think fake lips are just some of the most disgusting things I've ever seen. If you, know, you can get the work done very I've subtly, then, then I say the go point? for it. I've seen, but no, the point is not to look like a fucking dipshit. Yeah. The point is to. Nat- to have a naturally enhanced look to where it doesn't look like you got li- your lips done. Yeah. I had a and friend I, I've that seen got some stuff that... Yeah. 
Jessica Lang. I mean, I saw her up close, and I was like, you can tell she had work done, but it's not aggressive. And also, I have a friend that got a nose job. It's kind of a different thing, but mm -hmm. it really, I mean, her nose was kind of like mine, actually, and she just kind of took the bump off and raised it a little bit. And then it's like, it, if it makes you feel good and it's not going to make you like a lion, oh, those people are terrifying. Yeah. But, yeah, when I see someone with too much work done, it almost makes me annoyed. I'm like, you have no self, you're not self-aware. Yeah. And I think most people just look better with their regular faces. Sure. Some and people can and use well a little Well, the weird thing is when you see someone before, you know them before they have the surgery, mm -hmm. it never looks, it's like, to a stranger, they might look better. Yeah. But to people who ever knew them before surgery, you're always going to look worse, probably. But two points. One of which is, I don't think, f for, you, for you to say, um, I think people always look better with no work is kind of like discrediting the person's... Um, like feelings, just because the like the majority of how you feel about yourself is how you perceive yourself, but you disguise that as saying that's how people perceive you. But you don't. It's not like you get feedback from every single person. Yeah. Your perception of yourself is from yourself, but you think you get it from other people. But it's actually your own thoughts. If you have positive affirmation and you and you feel confident about yourself, then you begin to be confident because it came within you. Only so many people can build you up. You you have to allow yourself to be built up, yeah. you know. Like so many people can say I'm funny, but for some reason before I get on stage, I always think this is a horrible decision, you know. <laughs> and really? then and then oh, yeah. and then to God, what you were yeah. saying about the nose job, you said um, it's kind of different. She got a nose job. Well, it's not. It's different now, mm -hmm. just because no nose jobs are so um, common. Mm -hmm. Lips lip injection is still a relatively new procedure and yeah. a new thing. Sure, yeah. Once they become more of a, a norm, then the next thing will be something that seems different or odd. I think they're yeah. all in the same spectrum, just like tits. Yeah. What about getting your Thank butt you for done? pointing at my tits. When well, you, you know, tits. It's they're the like only tits, tits in the room. You know, your yeah. fucking tits <laughs> over there. No, but it's so funny because, like, I love, like, Chris D'Elia. And love he's Chris. like, he talks about people being, you know, kudas and, and people that just, you know, like, wait in line at concerts or buy <laughs> certain things. But, yeah. I see these like really hot comedians and him that have been like with girls that look like, like they look like fucking <laughs> like. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's, the he's the king of that. And he's the king like, of what that. What are you doing? Why are you dating that? What are you? Are you playing fucking Scrabble at night? <laughs> like I don't think you're having a full rounded fucking relationship. So I judge the guys that are with these women way more than I judge. The, I mean, if the guys look like they're from Jersey Shore, then I'm like, that makes sense. That makes sense. But if Perfect. I see a normal fucking guy that's dressed well and he's with some fucking tiger, I'm just like, I'm fucking annoyed. It's just disgusting. Well, that's the thing. You, you'd think that a comedian would be the last person to date someone like that. Because yeah. they couldn't stop making fun of it. Let's, let's just say because, you know, there is an association with people, with women in L.A. that, ha that have an abundance of work. Mm -hmm. there's, a, there's an association that if they have a bunch of work, generally speaking, their personality is dog shit. Yeah. And it's a, it's a fucking pain in the ass to talk to them. Yeah. I wait tables in Malibu. I can attest this. Oh, my God. 100%. Yeah, I bet. So you'd think a comedian who is very observational, um, can see different, you know, spectrums and the world through different lenses. Also, and probably can't stand being around certain types of people. Exactly. No. You, you'd think they would be, the, you know, very perceptive people. Mm -hmm. They'd be the last person that would want to spend their time with someone who isn't, like, interesting almost. As old as... As every day that I get older, I'm starting to realize the dichotomy of people's personalities. And you would just think that, like, A plus B equals C. Like, I know a guy that's in AA, but he's with a fucking, like, hell of a woman that's just so toxic. And it's like, 
you go through all these fucking steps and all the psychology and all the self-discipline not to drink, but then you're with this terrible person that's just ruining your life. Like, I don't see how you wouldn't understand that. And then, uh, dear God, not to bring up Michael, fucking Michael Jackson, but, mm. like, I just think the dichotomy, so you really can't judge any type of profession. I mean, they say that therapists have the, the worst children because they're, they're so messed up. You know what I mean? So it's a psychoanalyst. So it's just, it's frustrating because you would think, you know, but there are some people that are self-aware to an extent that are like meditating and, 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 and really like just expanding their mind and, and trying to be more self-aware in real life. But people that are just comedy and, and, and just, you know, they don't really expose themselves to anything else. They're not, they're probably not going to really see that. I'm, so embarrassed. I, I love the fourth wall, but there are things I won't wear. There are people I won't bring. There are things I will not say or do because I know those types of guys and I don't want to get made fun of. And I hate that I fucking think that, but it's like. What is it you won't wear to the fourth wall? I usually know. I won't wear dresses. Uh, I've had to um, air out the old uh, beaver skin recently because uh, mm. I'm in the car all the time, you know. Sure. Uh, beaver skin's a terrible nickname for a vagina. Yeah. But, you know, you can't... The old, the old bouche-a-douche. Yeah, yeah, the old uh, vagina. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the core Mexican in me. <laughs> but, yes, yeah, so I don't know, dresses. Like, I see some of the girls that get up on stage, and they're dressed, like, fucking sexy. And you know the girls I'm talking about. And I'm like... Actually, At the fourth I, wall? I actually no, yeah. not. I, I don't really do a lot of mics with girls when I go there. Oh, really? Whenever I go there, it's... You'll see them now. Now that I've mentioned them, you'll see them. There's I don't like think I've ever seen more than two... Females in a room. I mean, I time I know I know the attra- like the attractive open micers. Yeah, I, ha- I have them on backlog. <laughs> just <laughs> know a little are. list. Just as like a, if I'm if like I'm on the fence of sliding <laughs> yeah. up on slotted and I see one of their names, I'm like, all right. Well, then you're the kind of guy that grabs me as someone that would think that a a quiet nice girl is hot, and that's just not the case here. Pat and I like to objectify <laughs> women, and of I'm course. saying uh, these women are hot. I'm a pig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're fucking sexy. You just want to, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's the kind of girls I'm talking about. So when they get on stage, I instantly I'm like, okay, bitch, let's see what you can do, because I came in here looking like a lumberjack lesbian. <laughs> I'm on completely purpose. covered if I'm not funny. And then they get up there in their little short skirts and their little midriff tops, and they're fucking funny. And I'm like, God damn you, little bitch. Because I, I like, you know, I used to work at Boa Steakhouse, and like, <coughs> I used to dress. I like to dress all different types of ways. I don't, I don't have a uniform. And uh, this is the nicest I've ever seen you dressed. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> well, I've only ever seen you at the fourth wall. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, I try to do that thing where girls put on a bunch of makeup and they do their hair, but then they just come out in a hoodie. And I'm like. I like that. Yeah. I like, cool. I like doing a beanie. Oh, did you see me in a beanie? The, bea- oh, yeah. the beanie was a good look. I yeah. Look yeah, you can rock hats. that. I'm just going to say it. I can't find any good hats, but I look great in them. It's it's insane. I have a perfectly shaped head for them. But then why won't you why won't you bring certain people? Because of what the comics say? Um, I have some friends that are just like I don't know, uh, narcissistic. They steamroll over people. They don't know how to listen. They um, and they would get ripped apart. Yeah, yeah. They and you like would get ripped apart for bringing them. Yeah, yeah. I don't like to mix my people. It's terrible because I would like it to have a wedding someday. Yeah. You know, when it doesn't go well, mixing friends is really, really horrible. I get such anxiety, and I, I really try to like, I do try to like meditate and not get overwhelmed. But like, I had a trivia night the other night, and I invited like. 
uh, a couple of different people from different genres. And I was like, oh, but luckily I had the trivia game to focus on. Perfect. And I was like, it's OK. Adults do this all the time. Just l- let them talk. And I'm like trying to figure out the periodic table. But it was like it was so stressful. I can't stand it. But yeah, a fourth wall. And I, I hate it because I gotta. I love fourth wall, but I gotta stay away from it because my comedy is going so dark and so blue <laughs> and so nasty. And I used to be Mrs. Act Out Girl, like little Mrs. Marvelous Maisel. Now I'm like, yeah, you know when he's banging you from behind and you're like, hey, <laughs> go harder, you faggot, you know? <laughs> like a dirtier Joan Rivers. Yeah. <laughs> Some guy said Sasha Boggs has all the charm of a truck stop waitress. <laughs> I <laughs> Well, I do. Tr- I do try to, uh, you know. Unfortunately, not unfortunately, but I mean, I unfortunate in the in the sense that I would like to branch out and do other rooms. Mm-hmm. But because of my schedule and the infrequency of when I have nights off, mm-hmm. I generally just do the fourth wall because of how accessible it is. Sure. So since I'm only doing that space, I can definitely see my comedy either getting too dark or getting too um, centered towards open micers. Yeah. In the sense that really anything can go mm-hmm. and I found that out when I was doing shows at like flappers and stuff and the jokes that my my old opener believe it or not I haven't used it since cause it just yeah it was working the fourth wall and you'll see why let's all say our openers but you go first so this used to be my opener okay I would say um I'm um, having a pretty good week uh, my girlfriend just got on birth control thank you Obama so I've just been throwing fucking ropes in her and then I would use the mic stand <laughs> and I'd go <laughs> You know what I mean, and that's love, right? And then if there was a if there was a laughter, I would wait, and then I go. But the only problem is, um, I'm having such intense orgasms from coming inside my girlfriend that I'm actually farting while I come, <laughs> and that's good for nobody. Uh, and now my girlfriend wants to get off her birth control because uh, she's having like she's having nausea, she keeps crying, and uh, I'm farting while I come. <laughs> That was your joke before you went to fourth wall all the time. No, 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 no. That was it when Tell I was going to fourth, fourth wall. wall. Oh. That, that's what it became. I was like, this is working every time because, oh. like, Griff is fucking laughing and, oh, you know, yeah. Roach is fucking cackling. And then I would do it at Flappers at fucking 730. And they're like, oh, we just ate. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I had one bit that always did well at the fourth wall. But when I did it anywhere else, like, I could get people to laugh eventually, but they pulled back hard. Oh. And it was a bit about... Um, what was the? Wait, 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 I forget what what I, what I was ignoring. That was, uh, it was basically about how because I oh because I can enjoy myself at strip clubs and just buy oh, in yeah, yeah, yeah. to the atmosphere that I'm in. It would have made me a really really good Nazi, <laughs> just adjusting to the reality that I'm set and just be like, well, I guess you know, I guess we're killing Jews now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, immediate pullback. Well, yeah, well, you know, it wasn't my idea, but <laughs> it seems to be the way the world really? is going. Oh, is it too soon? Like yeah. But it was I, uh, it was one of those things always worked at fourth wall, but when I first I could get them to laugh by the end of the bit. Yeah. But like when I would first say it, the entire room would just be like, oh god. <laughs> god, I did a transgender what was it, joke. Yeah, what was yours? Oh mine. Okay. Um, this is when I was untouched by fourth wall. Mm-hmm. Um, hi, my name is Sasha Boggs. Or sausage balls. <laughs> 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 if you were Vinnie Nicholson in the third grade, <laughs> thank you so much. That was it. Was, how sweet is that, huh? Yeah, is. Like now that. I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> Sausage balls. I say his full name, though. I shouldn't say that. That's of why I loved you, because I was like, oh, my God. I knew. Vinny, yeah. I grew up with a great Vinny. That's, I mean, good good for him. That's a great name. Sausage balls. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, so back to what I was saying is, is now when I do fourth wall open mics, there are sets where I go, I'm going to do material that 
I know would be for clubs. Uh-huh. Still funny stuff. Yeah. But it may not get, you know, all the comics to laugh just because, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, they're comics. They're also funny people. They're doing the same thing that you're doing. There's no novelty to what you're doing because yeah. they're doing it. They're, you know, they're not drinking. Yeah. It's an open mic, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's some times where the room, the energy is just dog shit. Yeah. And I go, you know what? I'm using this mic. So before the exercise or the workout would be to practice material that I, I could use for clubs and hone that. Yeah. Now the workout is to get a room that doesn't want to be here yeah. to have fun. And that's applicable to any club. Yeah. Roach is so good at doing that. Dude, he's the fucking he's best. A fucking you know, king. I hate that we always mention him because he listens to this. Fuck you, Eric, because we always say great things about him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, don't do that. He doesn't yeah. deserve no, that. He's a piece of shit. Yeah, he's a piece I of shit. I had a, 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 a bit. <laughs> oh my God, I know. <laughs> he's the I, best. I did a bit at Fourth Wall like two weeks ago that did really well. Like, people laughed very hard at it when I basically talking about how. A buddy of mine who isn't a stand-up said I shouldn't say fag in my set. Uh-huh. And then instead of calling him a fag, I call him a butt pirate. Uh-huh. And it, it killed at the fourth wall. <laughs> but <laughs> as soon as we left, I turned to him and he was like, you think that would work anywhere but the fourth wall? <laughs> He's exactly. like, probably not. You have, to, you have to keep that in mind. <laughs> I've done comedy across the country, and everything worked everywhere. It wasn't until lo- like a low spiel is an Atwater Village in Glendale that I had people being like, oh. Really? Yeah. Fucking St. Louis, people are nasty. They're right, so can, dirty. And they care about saying fag in St. Louis? Uh, probably not. I didn't <laughs> say it, but I was just like, oh, my God. In Chicago? I mean, they're so dark. This guy did a whole set on how his dad committed suicide. It was fucking <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> he, j- he jumped into the river, the big goof. <laughs> oh, my God. I fucking was dying. That's great. You know what's insane? I saw him do – I s- did an open mic with him in Chicago – and then I guess we all went to the same open mic right afterwards, and that same joke just like didn't do well at another mic. And I was like, "Man, crazy, fuck you guys!" Oh, my the the I forgot what the comedian's name is. He's really funny. I I'm just like seeing him now. I'm terrible with names. I know jokes, but not names. Um, he said in high school they used to call me uh, Spider Man because my murder <laughs> because my uncle was murdered. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That is dark. That's Jesus. I ran out of. I was hosting and I ran out of the fucking room. That I was is laughing funny. so hard. Oh, oh that is that's good. great. Yeah, I feel bad. I don't know his name. Well, we were at an hour actually, mm-hmm. and um, this was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. This is really so good. Glad you were here. Thanks for having me. Not on purpose, but you're the only like uh, you're only like the third or fourth girl we had on the podcast that means nothing i want to be the first or second sorry third i think sorry um okay. are you sure it's only three i think so yeah yeah boy yeah but anyway we we <laughs> always uh had a few gays though so like we always love seeing you at, the, at the fourth <laughs> wall we love when you, when you host oh, and uh we're you. gonna hang out so this episode is gonna come out next tuesday okay so we're talking back in time but we're gonna hang out friday uh, at uh, Rob's, Rob's show. Yay, so Eric's going nice. to come over here and then we're going to go to Pat's show at, th- at Flappers. Okay. And then after his set, we're going to leave, go to the improv and uh, watch Rob and uh, oh. um, Potter's. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah Potter's show. Yeah. Okay. Maybe so I'll try to join you for the pin first on one. on your jacket and Newman yeah. from Seinfeld? That's great. Right. Yeah. Is that him in Seinfeld or Jurassic Park? I want to say Jurassic Park. Dotson. We got Dotson here. Yeah. Dotson. <laughs> we got Dotson. Um, yeah, yeah, you should come with us to the first show. Yeah, let me see how much money I can make. <laughs> well, the thing <laughs> That's is, that's literally like I mean, if I can make a hundred bucks 
before seven o'clock, then I'll be there. So that that's the thing. We're going to just hang out because we want to get to the improv. We're not going to actually go into the showroom. Mm-hmm. So Eric and I are probably just going to hang out at the bar. Okay. And then Pat will pop text us when he's going to be on stage. And then we'll pop in by that door oh. by the Yuhu room. We'll, we'll watch from like the, the uh, that little door. Once he leaves, okay. we'll fucking jet it to the improv. You guys are that way, assholes. All right. Yeah. Well, like you that. know what? It's like two drink minimum. Go fuck yourself. All right? They charge four fifty for a club soda. All right? <laughs> I don't drink, pal. All right. You don't drink? Yes not like does. not like I'm like an alcoholic. Yeah. I just like don't drink that much. Yeah. Like I have a bottle of scotch my girlfriend got me that I'm uh-huh. going to fucking tear into. Yeah. I just like when I drink, it's kind of like a I'm an all in thing. Yeah. Not like I'm going to black out just because just like I'm going to have more than five drinks. Yeah. I'm not a work was rough. Let me have a drink. Yeah. You know, I hear you. But yeah. So I'm just kind of that's yeah. a slippery slope. That's the thing. You're a binge drinker. That's, I wouldn't even say binge just more than one or two. You're you're a binge drinker. You just don't do it very often. I, I wouldn't. Are you hungover after every time you drink? No. <laughs> Am I at a fucking yeah, intervention dude, right now? Yeah, you a fucking intervention? Fuck Trust up. me, I know what binge drinking is. <laughs> dude, no, no, your <laughs> binge drinking was in a different fucking league, pal. <laughs> Are all you right? not drinking either? Uh, I drink, but like once a week. Okay. But like technically, what I do once a week is also binge drinking. I drink like once a month. I. It's Th- not about the drinking. frequency. It's about how much you do it when you yeah, when you yeah, do. Yeah, but also I don't do it that much, you fuck. That like, doesn't this mean is, you're not a binge drinker, this is, idiot. <laughs> this is my drinking. This is my drinking, okay? I'll go to dinner. I'll have two glasses of wine, maybe three, okay? That's like I go to dinner maybe once or twice a month. If I go out to the bar, I have two or three beers. If I drink scotch, I have three to four scotches. Is that a binge? Who said fucking binge? You, you said more. Who than said binge? You said I more said than binge. Fu- Are you getting drunk? He said more. I'm than getting. Five. You're all in. That's what you said. All in in the sense that it's not a, a fucking. I'm not dipping the toe. I'm not having one drink. Okay. Also, he said more than five like two minutes ago. No, no, no. no. I every example he just gave was less than five. Well, you know what? You know what? Because I, I, I fucking I threw out a number that I thought was real. Now I'm going back into my head, okay. and it's fucking less than so five. Like technically, the definition you of binge sleep drinking with your eyes open tonight, is, Pat. <laughs> is more than two an hour. That's the technical definition. Okay, well, you know what, Doctor Phil, I'm binge drinking, but the the just admit it, you're garbage. The Fine. very t- the heat <laughs> of the spectrum. I only said binge drinker because I am a binge drinker. Oh, okay, yeah. and we're, not, I, we're not judging you. I go to AA meetings sometimes. Really? Very leisure. Yeah, I, I was actually doing a stand-up class, and I would go up there, and you know, you'd riff and try to pull the jokes out of the riff. And one time she took me aside. She's like, you want to go to a meeting with me? And I was like, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Shit. I've been to a couple. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. It's just it's not great for me. Yeah. Uh, and then the cocaine's right after that, you know. Well, naturally. Yeah. Were you, so. were you a coker? No. <laughs> no, that's why we just brought it up. <laughs> I have a deviated septum from natural causes. <laughs> I, g- I guess he is a coke queen. Interesting. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. God, I bet you talk so much when you're on coke. Though. Oh, oh my god, god. just a fucking just won't <laughs> shut up. You know, my mom's gonna listen to this, guys, and <laughs> I really don't want her to fucking hear this kind of filth. Really, after fucking your my, yeah, my dad talk. To this oh, there are things that my parents can hear and th- things that p- parents can't hear. True. Uh, my dad would rather know know that I like ate a woman's ass in prison than know if I've ever smoked a cigarette. Really, a, c- a cigarette is like it's a good dad. I'm I'm away from the family. That's ba- that's basically the uh, the the father uh, relationship. I would like with my daughter. Like, listen, you yeah. can eat girls' asses, yeah. but stay away from Marlboros. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Because his mom was a smoker, and uh, then she okay. eventually died from it. And then uh, so like he's like, yeah. So no smoking. I'm with you. I've never smoked a cigarette before. 
I've done it a couple times. I, I, I've done it a bunch, actually. Yeah. But when I was living on the East Coast, uh. I was like, you go out to New York, and I'm like, let's get a pickleback shot. I'm like, can I film Ooh, more? Oh, yeah. You know what, though? I did have uh, two puffs of a jewel recently. Oh, you phenoic. Oh, you phenoic. What are you, in a fraternity in fucking Arizona State? I remember when I had my first beer. Yes, seriously. Some guy offered it to me. I just wasn't going to be rude to him. When I was serving at Boa Steakhouse, Mark McGrath came in. Don't know who that is. Sugar Sugar Ray. I mean the band. I know God the band Sugar Ray. Oh, 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 the band. I didn't know oh. any of their names. I, thought, oh, I, was, wait, wait, I was waiting for Leonard. Yeah. <laughs> Mark McGrath. Am I saying it right? Sugar Ray. No, no Sugar Ray. No, no. I just want to find. I've seen them live. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and he's like kind of hosts stuff. Anyways, he comes in and he orders a pickleback, and I'm a fucking. I didn't know what it was. I'd never heard a pickleback. No one's ever ordered it. So mm. I go to the kitchen. and I got a s- like a pickle. Like I got oh, his drink, and then I got him there a pickle, go, baby. and I put it on the table, and he just fucking starts laughing. He's like. No, pickle juice. And I was like, got it. <laughs> Although, that could be a very L.A. spin on a pickleback. Oh, God. You yeah. know? Yeah, an artisanal like, pickleback. Yeah, an artisanal pickleback, like an infused bacon pickle or some shit like that, you know? Mm-hmm. But, um. Good stuff. We're, we're totally over time now. Yeah, it doesn't no, matter. I mean, there's like no time limit. I just want to see you guys have a fight. I love that because me and my, my oh, We best. argue all the time. Okay. All right. So you want to hear a pat fight that we have? A pat. Uh, I, I like I mean how you name it the pat fight. Sorry. Yeah. That, that was that was Freudian. That was a Freudian step. A pat and Vinny fight. Uh-huh. Okay. Listen. Let's see if you think this is fucked up uh-huh. and just a betrayal of trust. Sure. So. What is this? <laughs> <laughs> You're going to laugh so hard. When I'll I be the judge. When I started off. <laughs> so Pat and I were talking about one time if we were stranded on an <laughs> island. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> you like how serious that preface was? So, Pat and I were, were no, talking. talking about if we were in the military. No. Yeah, if we were in the military in Afghanistan. Because all really? The Af- all the Afghans. Oh, 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 yeah. all right, all right, okay. So, we were talking about if we were in the military and if it was, you know. Well, just secluded area, basically. A secluded area. And just in passing, because I thought this was a given, I'm like, I guess we just take turns fucking each other, right? <laughs> and he goes, no. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. He goes, he's like, he's like, I would never fuck you. I'm like, listen, let's let's get one thing straight. I wouldn't fuck you either. Except you would. It's not like I'm begging to fuck you. I'm Except just saying I thought we would have a deal to fuck each other in that situation. It's not like I'm I'm like I got your fucking picture in my room. All I'm saying is you're more open to the idea of fucking me than I am. Because because you. I that's like a natural thing to do. It's your fucking friend. If <laughs> what are you? What are you really angry about? <laughs> that about I wouldn't that, fuck him. No, that that he's making me feel weird. That to think that we would have an arrangement. <laughs> you should <laughs> feel weird. I would never fuck you. I wouldn't fuck you either. Except you would. You've already no, admitted to it. I wouldn't. It's, it's, no, no, no. It's like I'm like begging you to fuck me. It's just you I just thought that. <laughs> so if wait, we were you are saying if you were on a desert island for like two years and shit started going down, you you would not be opposed to fucking Pat. If he was into it. <laughs> but, the, no. but, but not like in like a weird. You want me to be into no, 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 it. not <laughs> not in like a weird thing. Just like we're this is you I, know it's just utility. we're we're I friends. <laughs> I went to your beach house. I, uh, I uh, we're we're family friends. I mean, this is not a. I went to your beach house. Your mom thing. made me ravioli. You told me I can't fuck you on an island. Uh, listen, you find a secluded corner of the island, bust open a crab shell, take the slime out, and you rub it out <laughs> like a man. <laughs> you are not fucking me. He's saying that you could fuck him too, I, though. I understand but that. I don't want to fuck him. And I don't want to fuck you either. But you do, kind I, of. I don't. I don't. I don't. <laughs> Sasha, right. are you with me? He is more open to the idea of it than I he am. He's never going to fuck you on dry land. Yeah. 
but I wouldn't fuck For you instance, anywhere. Let's say you're. I wouldn't a, fuck you with Sasha, a box. I wouldn't say, fuck you with a fox. Let's say, all right, Doctor Seuss. <laughs> let's say you're on an island with a guy that you do not find attractive. Uh huh. You're on an island for an undisclosed period of time. Would you assume that you and this guy would kind of at some point have sex? Not because you're into the other person, but for pure physical, visceral needs. Absolutely. Yeah, but that's her and another and a, a man. Okay, let's see another girl. Although you've done girl is, stuff too. Fuck. Yeah, it's totally different. I'm not fucking you. Well, you and the thing is, like, if, if, if you're on a desert island with a woman, just the two of you by yourselves, eventually you'll probably develop some sort of romantic feelings for each other. I'm not gonna develop any romantic feelings for you ever. I think we should test this out. <laughs> Wait, you think you think I'm falling in love with you, fucking ball smeller? <laughs> yeah, I do because you've already asked me if you could fuck me. I'm not gonna fall in <laughs> he love didn't with ask you. you. He assumed we would. Yeah, yeah, exa- yeah, exactly. I didn't ask, but you're I- open to the idea. You, you were in your mind. If we were alone, this is how it would go down. So you're open to it. I'm not. Be- because you're uncultured. No, because you're not you, going you have anywhere near my ass. You have an unsophisticated. And I don't want to be anywhere near yours. You have an unsophisticated <laughs> palate. You don't like cheese, and you're uncultured. You want me to fuck you? <laughs> <laughs> he's uncultured okay. or he's unpasteurized? Yeah. Un- both. You, know, you, don't, you don't eat cheddar. As far as I'm concerned, you got no fucking business talking about fucking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The, t- the two go hand in hand. Did you say with a fox? I wouldn't fuck you I with d- a fox or in a box. Yes. That's was so that weird. What I was that actually said that out loud two hours ago. Really? That's really fucking weird. I mean, Dr. Seuss had a lot of impact on we our childhoods. Fuck on an island, probably. I mean, yeah, we should find an island, uh-huh. a box, and a fox. Oh, my and God. And so just see what happens. Sure. <laughs> that's insane. Good stuff. This is good. Yeah. So that, that's, that's, an argu- cathartic. That, that's an argument that comes up periodically in our relationship. <laughs> You're just sitting there in silence on your phones, and then all Can't of a sudden Patrick's like, me. I wouldn't fuck you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, buddy. <laughs> don't get any ideas. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm going to lay my stomach and watch Parks and Rec, but don't get any ideas, right? You oh, my like? God. All right. I love Parks and Rec. It's a great show. Yeah. Well, I think we've... Are you performing anywhere soon? No, I'm like waiting on two bookers to get back to me, so okay. I won't All know good. yet. No, it's not okay. Listen, it, it, it's, it's okay for you. It's not okay for them. Exactly. Yeah. They're, yeah. They're fucking, fucking begging up. for shows. I'm like, why am I here? Um, no, but I just want to say thank you so much for having me on the podcast. Absolutely. You guys, every time I see you, I'm just so happy. You guys are such good guys, and there's so many terrible people here. I hate so many people. <laughs> I love Italians. So many of my first loves were Italians. So I just, you guys are really genuine and really cool. Thank you. Appreciate it. Likewise, yeah. we we love seeing you, and that's why we asked you to come on because one, we thought you'd be a good guest. I really appreciate We love that. hanging out with you, and we think you're fucking hilarious. Yeah. You don't find me annoying? No, not at no, all. Not, not in the slightest. Nice. Okay, I really appreciate it. Yeah, that. not in the slightest. I'm always afraid. If anything, of in like sort of an endearing way. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like, like, uh, like you love that bitch, you know? Mm. Yeah, no, absolutely not. Um, social okay. media? Um, at Sasha underscore Boggs on Instagram. At Slappy Boggs on <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> I got that from an Adam Sandler movie. Um, sloppy Boggs. <laughs> Later, you're scaring us. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Sloppy Boggs. It should be sloppy box, but it's slappy box slappy. sounded funny. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I have my podcast. I think it should be launching oh yeah, do it. either tomorrow called Simple Pleasures. I just followed you on Instagram. What was it again? Simple Pleasures. Awesome. Yeah. So got a couple of things going on, and the website's up so that you can follow that link on Instagram and take a look. Hell yeah. Very nice. Patrick. Uh, so this is going to come out after your show, unfortunately. But oh you yeah, put yeah, in the right. last one. Uh, Pat underscore Colicchio, C-O-L-I-C-C-H-I-O on Instagram. 
and then just Pat Colicchio on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think what's uh we're doing so Tammy. Pat and I are doing the haha on April eighth. It's a Monday. Mm-hmm. Doors open at eight. Show starts at eight thirty. Great. Um, I am uh I am Vinny Falcone on Instagram. Uh, on Twitter, it's I think it's Vinny underscore Falcone or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Um, guys, thanks so much for, and girls, so much for listening. Uh, we really appreciate it. Do us a favor if you like the episode, please leave a thumbs up, a five star review, a comment, just fucking something. Yeah. And uh, if you happen to dislike the podcast. Lick my ass. Go fuck yourself. <laughs>